0: Mikey, Mikey and Ritt Ritt eating. Eating. Yum.
1: A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Oh, hello.
0: Hello, everybody. Thank you so... Oh, oh, yeah. Don't stop. Don't stop. You can keep going. (laughs) Thank you. One more. Oh, you're embarrassing me. This is too much. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. This is Mikey. I'm without Corinne right now. She is off working uh, while I'm editing the show and slaving away at making this beautiful product for you beautiful people. Today, we have a great show for you. We have our friend Jimmy from the Revel Meat Company, um, a wonderful slaughterhouse and butcher shop and all sorts of things in the Portland, Oregon area, and we're going to talk to him about meat and what does it mean to eat meat and to kill meat and raise meat and all the kind of elements of, of what it takes to be kind of like a conscientious meat eater. We eat a lot of meat in our house. I would say as a percentage, it's probably less than, I don't know, it's probably less than half of what we actually eat. I think our plates are usually kind of meat as a side meat, not as a main as much. And we try to, I don't know, I think we try to design our our meals around the vegetables and the things that are in season in our area, which I think is a really awesome way to eat because let's just be fucking real. Meat is energy intensive. It's kind of hard on our planet. Uh, but it's so fucking delicious. It's so good that, um, I don't know. I want to feel good about eating it and I want to feel like I'm buying it from someone that I trust who's raising the animals in a really, you know, kind of healthy and happy way. And, you know, they're going to die at the end of their lives so that I can eat them. And so I want to make sure that they're also being, uh, harvested or slaughtered in a way that's respectful to the fact that they're a living creature. And, um, I don't know, not everybody is doing that. And there's a lot of scary stories that I think we hear throughout the, the world of meat and the world of, you know, these gigantic companies that are, I don't know, just doing gross things. And at the end of the day, I just think, you know, a lot of it is for money, but it's also just not paying respect to the fact that there's a a loss of a life. There's a loss of, of an animal's life that, that is dying so that you can have your fucking chicken nuggets. So I don't want people to feel guilty about eating meat, but I do want to have people feel a little bit more intentional around where they're getting their meat. And if you can't get good meat, then maybe don't eat meat as much. That's all I got. That's my platform. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Also, on today's episode, we are going to talk with Jimmy about his favorite celebrity crush, his biggest celebrity crush, the meal that he would make for them. And also, we have one of the world-famous famous nearly impossible Mikey and Rin eat in Mikey quiz this one's the Mikey meat quiz pull up uh, some beef jerky and some some chicken nuggets some nicely made chicken nuggets and um you know just listen to our conversation have some laughs have some fun times and as always you can go to mikeyandrin.com um and check out kind of what are the things that are going on in our world you can also go the kind of the best thing is Instagram at mikeyandrin or you can reach out to us either through Instagram or at let's eat at dot com. Let us know your thoughts. We've gotten some really cool emails and messages from people lately about just kind of some collaborations that we've been doing, things they want us to talk about. And, you know, we are a we're a show for you, ultimately. So if you have something that you want to hear us talk about, something that you want to hear come out of this beautiful mouth, let us know. We love you. Hope you guys are great. Hope you enjoy the show. Ta-ta. Right now. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. This is Mikey.
1: This is Rin.
0: And we have a homie on the show. We've got uh, our boy Jimmy from Revel Meat, also just from Portland Life and... Drinking too many beers together and just being awesome, <laughs> handsome, generally large penis gentlemen in the world. Uh,
2: <laughs> Jimmy, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for the introduction.
1: Got um, quite the intro, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. No shit. <laughs> Um you know, all true things, all true things. Too many beers, small All peanuts. true statements. Yeah. yeah. All true
0: statements. <laughs> <laughs> so so Jimmy um owns I might even I might mess these things up, but sure, Jimmy yeah, owns Revel Meats. Why don't you tell why don't
2: you just tell us about it? Sure. Um I own Revel Meat Company. We are a USDA slaughterhouse and processing facility located in Canby, about 30 minutes outside of Portland. Um, Mm -hmm. We process um, for about 70 or so small to mid-sized ranchers in the Northwest. Uh, We also partner Mm. with some ranchers to raise animals for Revel Meat Company specifically and sell those to restaurants and at the butcher shop in Portland and realistically anywhere we fucking can.
0: Right. <laughs> and tell me about, so like, what was the thing that led you to, because you were a chef before you were
2: doing meat, right? Sure. I grew up in New York. Uh, my old man actually yeah. owned a USDA processing facility. No slaughter involved there. Oh. That was, yeah, on the lower west side of Manhattan in the meat backing district. Um, so I did have okay. some experience in that growing up. Um, but when I was 13, I got a job at a restaurant washing dishes and doing the thing Um, really wanted to be involved in restaurants and went down that path really had no thought of coming back to the meat world. But yeah, look at me now. Yeah. What was was
1: it? Yeah. What was it that brought you back?
2: Um, Myself and a few other folks had moved to Canby And we were farming and realizing that more and more of these small slaughterhouses were closing throughout the state and throughout the country. And Mm -hmm. we were having more and more trouble getting our animals processed under USDA inspection and met the previous Mm -hmm. owners of the plant here in Canby, um, who were 66, 67 years old and ready to retire. And their kids wanted nothing to do with it Um, and ended up talking to Ben Meyer, my business partner, and... He was honestly the only one that I could think of that was crazy enough to buy a slaughterhouse in Oregon, and he <laughs> yeah. he, he gave it the thumbs up, and we went for it. Uh, it took about two years to Tight. get the deal done. Um, succession plans outside of family are not the easiest things in the mm. world to do, um, but you know it was a lot. Of so, were you, over you able to take over
0: there? Were you Random able to inspection. take over
2: their USDA licensing? Yep. Yeah. Yes, we were. Um, we eventually, a couple of years ago, changed um, the ownership on that licensing for it to be just Ben and I um, and switched the percentages around. But we've kept the previous owner um, on at a small percentage just to kind of keep her in the swing of things and you know help us during the transition, which we're kind of through now. Um, and it was a little bit easier to keep our grant of inspection going to keep her on board. Mm. Tight
1: what's the i mean i would imagine there's many (laughs) but what are some of the challenges of being a small anything but i i it's like it strikes me that a small slaughterhouse there would just be a myriad of shit that comes up that's really difficult to navigate and just hard to stay afloat i would imagine
2: there is a myriad of shit um, literally and figuratively, <laughs> um, we we really walk that fine line between a shit covered farm animal and a clean piece of meat on a daily basis. Um, it's a beautiful thing, but um, it is you know the 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 meat industry is definitely aimed towards the big guys. Um, the mm-hmm. the rules and regulations that USDA has set in place um, all come out of larger meat packers trying to get away with shit and them catching them. But um, now we Mm. all have to abide by those rules, even though we are trying to do the right thing and put out a really safe, clean, excellent product. Um, So it's a little tricky, and there is some serious nuance going on with working hand-in-hand with the USDA. We've got an inspector on-site five days a week. They have their own office. Oh, wow. Um, They are there all the time. They inspect all the processing rooms every morning before we get started. Um, it's, wow. Yeah, it's no joke. And it took us a little while to kind of get in the swing of that and really understand what um, what the right moves were to to ensure that we had a great working relationship with these folks. Um, it's not like mm-hmm. it was back in the day. Um, I remember being a kid and going down to my dad's plant and They fucking hated the USDA inspectors, and they were at each other's Mm. throats all the time. Um, That's not how it goes anymore. (laughs) Everyone needs to get along. Everyone wants to get their job Mm. done. And, you know, we've got a new inspector every six months or so, and it kind of goes up and down with how pencil-pushy they are. Um, but all in all, is, is know, that,
0: is that a rule about that? Do, do they have to be cycled out that
2: frequently or is it just, they, or they because... don't have, they don't have to be, um, it keeps yeah. everyone nice and truthful and, uh, everyone on their game. Okay. Um, it kind of depends. We're in a yeah. small circuit here and we only have one inspector in our plant. You know, you think about a plant, a Tyson plant or a Washington beef plant or one of the bigger guys, uh, Yeah, they've got 20 plus inspectors in those plants. Um, so it's a little different being a small guy just because we only have one inspector. We really get to kind of know and understand how to work with them. Um, and also, you know, feel out what, what works and doesn't work. Um, but other than that, and
0: that one person is the same person that's with you. Like, are they at your plant all day?
2: Yep. All day, every day. When we're slaughtering, uh, we slaughter three days a week and we process five days a week. So when we're slaughtering, I saw that, Mikey. Keep your fingers out of your nose, will you? Oh, no, I pick my nose all the time.
1: <laughs>
2: this is I, That this is,
1: is not allowed in the slaughterhouse, I would no,
0: imagine. No, no. I'm 100% no. A, a proud nose picker, and I, I, I did it on the plane. <laughs> like, I was on the plane the other day, and I had my mask on, and I like, pulled my mask aside just to pick my nose. And the person next to me, I think, looked at me like a monster, and I'm like... I don't know you if you are
1: not- a monster for doing that on a plane. <laughs> oh, that's fuck disgusting. that. Disgusting. If
0: I wasn't, well, what's less monstrous? Blowing my nose?
1: Yeah, go in the restroom. Oh, uh, well, I and don't get Have it. a moment.
0: No, I'm a window guy. So I'd sit in the window, pick my nose, watch Ozark, and they can all go fuck themselves. Do you Great. stick it and to then the you window touch,
1: afterwards? Uh, surfaces. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah.
0: By the end of the ride, I have like my name, Mikey, in cursive on the window in boogers. Oh,
1: that's so gross. Wow. Whatever, dude. Grow up. That's so gross.
0: <laughs> um, hey, I just want to want to take a pause. Jump in. Take one one pause for a second. <laughs> Jimmy, are you directly hooked up to your computer? I am directly hooked up to my computer. Your internet. How's okay, the cool. internet? I'm just your Mediocre. internet is your internet is what's well, just fluctuating in and out, and it's um it's going from like red to green to orange, and so. Anyways, it's it's all good. If you're already, keep if you're it, hardlined in, it I might I keep
2: it fucking rainbow over yep. here and we're out in the sticks, okay? Here can be and the internet sucks.
0: <laughs> Tight. It's all good. It might just I will probably just have to like mush some things together in the edit, but it, it'll be totally fine. <laughs> That's it. That's um, it. Um
1: you, you know mentioning like Tyson and Washington beef and the big guys, you you must have just such intimate relationships with the your meat purveyors too, right? Like the ranchers and um, where where you're actually sourcing the meat, right? I mean, that's that feels super unique too than this like big KFO situation where Tyson sources from. And um, we d-
2: we do yeah. absolutely. Can you talk about that? Um, sure. Yeah, we work hand in hand with these ranchers. Um, sometimes. Mm-hmm some might say, too closely with these ranchers. Um, <laughs> they're, what do you mean? Uh, of our fucking asses all the time.
1: Oh, gosh. Gotcha. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> but um, we, we, we do work hand in hand, uh, especially the animals that go through the program that get sold under the Rebel Meat Company label. We know exactly where they come from, what they ate, how they lived, mm. how they were treated. Um, it's really why we're doing what we're doing and, you know, looking yeah. at even, even the other kind of smaller, quote unquote, or midsize processors around here um, and some of the meat companies around here and stuff like that that are smaller guys still are, you know, they buy boxed meat from IVP and from Tyson and from the bigger plants. Mm. They don't, none of it is local. None of it is no one knows where the hell that shit's coming from. Um, we yeah. really got into this, you know, Ben and I, neither one of us are farmers or slaughtermen or any of that shit. Um, we got into this to see these plants stay alive, to make sure that, you know, really great small ranchers had access to market in cities like Portland. Um, and mm-hmm. through that we want to be able to sell and stand behind a product that we absolutely know where it came from and, and, how it was treated and all mm-hmm. those good things. Um, and that's not something many people can do. What are your
0: standards for who you guys will work with?
2: Um, right now, we only have one beef producer and one pork producer. And I okay. kind of steer away from saying that we have standards. What we, what Revel Meat Company doesn't want to do as we continue to grow um, is just say, hey, trust us. We vet these farmers and ranchers. Mm. We think they're really great. So just buy a Rebel Meat Company product and you know it's going to be good. Um, As we continue to grow, we're actually working on a traceability program right now where we'll be able to track each animal down to the package. And we already can through pen and paper, but through QR codes and barcodes and things like that, a little bit more user-friendly and user-friendly for the end consumer. So that as we continue to grow, we will need to bring on another beef rancher, or we will need to bring on another pork producer. Mm. You know, Greg, the guy that raises all the pigs for us, he's about maxed out at what he can produce right now. Um, Mm. So Mm. as we grow, instead of pushing him to grow, we'll get another really great rancher that we feel is doing an awesome job at what they do. Um, But we want to be able to trace that all the way through down to the package and kind of brand it so that... The end consumer could pick up a package of bacon and be like, oh, shit, this is from XYZ Farm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, still still yeah. having kind of the overarching umbrella of Revel Meat Company and the brand, but not just saying, like, look, guys, everything we do is really great. You should trust us. Maybe we have some different mm-hmm. ranchers that are raising yeah. animals differently, and you, the consumer, gets to choose I personally like grain-finished beef. What I don't like is shitty cafe mm. beef that have been eating each other for the last three months. Um, but right. <laughs> it's hard, hard to figure out the difference in those when it comes to being in yeah, a supermarket sure. or a butcher shop or something like that. You, you end up you know, putting a lot of trust in the person that's selling you that product.
0: Yeah, well, let's, and let's talk about, like, eating meat. I mean, I know that there's, you know, we obviously, like, live in Portland, and there's a lot of people that have chosen not to eat meat here. And, um, I mean, do you think... Fuck I, I kind of have a feeling... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I kind of... I'm I mean, kidding. That's, I'm kidding. That's, that's, I really kind of, like vegetarian. no, no. no but... But I kind of, I mean, I agree with you on some level in that I feel like it's kind of like taking your ball and going home. Like, it's like you're not voting. You're not a part of making the system better if you're just opting out. And so, like, what I usually say to people is, like, eat less meat, but eat better meat. So, like, all of the meat that's in our house right now is from you or is from Tails and Trotters. Like, yeah, we have everything. Like, we... We know, oops, our doggies excited about the meat, Um, but we have, you know, we we have chosen to be really specific about the meat that we choose to eat in our house, and the idea that like, you know, we kind of use meat as a as a seasoning or meat as a side. Um, So we try to eat less meat, but the meat that we eat is is you know it's properly raised it's properly slaughtered and we you know on some level know where it came from so do, i mean do you think that there's uh that people should just have a higher bar for the meat while qual- the quality of the meat that they're eating and if they have to eat kfo meat or nasty types of meat or whatever maybe just fucking don't
2: <laughs> um absolutely i think <laughs> less meat and better meat no question about it i think it's yeah. pretty unrealistic to think that everyone in the world right now could just buy better meat and eat less of it sure. but yeah if we if we're talking about our nice little cute ass privileged Portland bubble then yeah absolutely <laughs> and if you want to sure. be a vegan or a vegetarian or whatever because you don't like meat because it doesn't work well in your gut system because you love fluffy animals go for it but i think you're right Mikey in saying yeah. that you don't, you don't really have a say in this matter then. You're you're opting out. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely opting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. health reasons, whatever. There are plenty of reasons not to eat meat. Honestly, Ben, my business partner, was vegan for 10 years. He was a shitty little thing, oh, well. wow hardcore kid. Vegan, straight edge. Maybe he wasn't straight edge. I don't know. Wow. I'm going to lie about him a awesome. lot on this show today. <laughs> um, but he was vegan for 10 years and... Um, wanted to start eating meat and decided that if he was going to start eating meat, he wanted to understand more about it and where it was coming from and stuff like that. Mm. Then ended up getting Mm. a job um, cutting meat. Uh, I think his first job was at new seasons when he started to uh, eat meat again. And that took him awesome through owning half a dozen or so restaurants in the Portland area, sourcing super responsibly from farms and ranches Um, and, Really, really diving in, and now owning a slaughterhouse. Where every once in a blue moon, I still catch him wearing his beanie that says "Meat is Murder" on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And uh, <laughs> we kind of joke around about this a little bit, but honestly, well, let's be completely fucking real here. It is no question about yeah, it. And I think it is murder. Understanding sure. that, and and understanding that there are folks out there that are doing it well and humanely, mm-hmm. as humanely as we all can um obviously Mm. that final second there's there's no humane way to do that but um keeping animals really nice and calm and treating them well while they're in our possession is what we strive for 110 percent um and yeah i think you know if you're gonna eat meat and especially if you enjoy eating meat you should have some understanding of where that comes from Mm. you know when i Talk to people that don't like touching raw chicken. Like, well, you know what? Then you shouldn't fucking eat it. Period. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm curious how your relationship with meat has changed. Um,
2: I eat the shit out of it.
1: Owning a slaughterhouse. So much. You do. So much meat. (laughs) You do.
2: Non-stop
1: Do you feel like it's changed (laughs) since, you know, like, you had experience in a slaughterhouse when you were a kid and then you were a chef, but do you feel like it's changed now that that's your day-to-day, literally carving up carcass?
2: Um, has it changed? Um, only it's only become a greater appreciation of what the farmers Mm -hmm. and ranchers do to raise these animals. Um, I think Mm. the more you learn and the deeper you get into this world, the more, you know, unbelievable it is to see folks doing it the right way. Um, and understanding more about just the meat industry in general. It's usually pretty scary, the things you find out. Um, And, you know, the the larger meat companies hands down do things that none of us want to think about. And they've done a really great job of putting up a nice iron curtain around what they do. Um, only over the last couple of years, honestly, through COVID, has anyone even realized, like, huh, we should probably take a little bit of a closer look at what's going on here. Um, Mm -hmm. And the large meat companies have absolutely done that purposefully. Um, Yeah, You know, not that we've got our back door open and, you know, a sign out saying, like, hey, we're killing beef today. Anyone want to come in and check it out? But... Um, We are really open (laughs) about those sorts of things. You know, if if a rancher wants to come in and see our process or, you know, someone that we're selling meat to, um, absolutely, the door's always open for that sort of stuff.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's, but I think that's it's an interesting way of thinking about it, though, because, I mean, you're just, your your relationship with meat has become more complex. I was just going to say that I remember the first time that I was involved with a pig slaughter. Um, It was a mobile pig slaughter in Napa and, you know, brought the, the truck out. And I think we, I think we harvested like six piggies, but I was like nervous about it. Cause it was like, Holy shit, dude, I eat so much pig. And I was like, is this going to ruin me forever? Like, am I never going to want to eat at pork again? And those set, we got done with slaughtering the six pigs. And all I wanted to do was eat pork chops or bacon. <laughs> or something. I was like hungry for pig. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I think one of the reasons for it was that I saw the way that the, you know, the person who slaughtered the pigs was like super professional and did it in a way that was really, like, you could tell he respected the pigs. And um and at the end of the day, I think I'm just, I'm a meat eater. Like, I love meat. It serves my body well. I I process it well, personally. And so it's like, I don't know. All, I literally went from there and I ate, like, my weight in sausages. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I think it's, like when I, the first day I worked at the plant um, was a lamb slaughter day. And... I kind Mm. of, I, myself and Julia and I think Leah might have been there. Um, We had had a meeting with the previous owners. This was before we took over, before we even said yes. And I kind of asked Chris, the previous owner, I was like, well, what, where, what do you guys need help with? And she said, Mondays we cut lamb and Wednesdays we slaughter lamb. Those are the two days that we need help. It was a Tuesday. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'll start tomorrow so i went down tight worked a lamb slaughter day and was blown away these folks have been slaughtering animals for the past 40 something years and the care mm. that they took in it um, mm. they still raise animals themselves it was just so amazing to see what they did and i you know going into it i was like well you know i've had a, a small amount of experience in slaughter done a handful of on farm slaughters A little bit back east. Um, But, Mm. you know, I was walking in here like, this could be really fucking weird. We're about to kill 40 (laughs) This could ruin me forever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, who knows? Um, I got home that night and, A, I was exhausted. Like, couldn't even pick my arms up (laughs) over my head, exhausted. Um, But just (laughs) so blown away with the operation. Um, And wanted nothing more than to, you know, dive in head first into this. That's so cool.
1: And is that how you, like, did you sort of apprentice with them for a while before you fully took over? Because it's like, I mean, You could a
2: call it that. Um, <laughs> <Okay. I> was, <laughs> ben and I were trying to buy the business, like, flat out, right away. We were like, cool, uh-huh. sounds uh-huh. good. Right. Let's make a deal here. We're going to take over. We'll take over managing mm-hmm. ownership right away. This and that and the other thing. And I think Chris, the woman who owned it before us, was kind of like, yeah, sure you will, you fucking idiots. Um, no, what we'll <laughs> do down, is. Yeah, lips. exactly. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, come hither under Auntie Chris's wing. Um, <laughs>
1: yes, yes, I love that.
2: <laughs> so we, as as frustrating as some days were, uh, we worked for $15 an hour and were pretty much her employees for about two years. Um, while we worked on paperwork and gained her trust. I mean, she had the only fucking set of keys to the building. And 19 (laughs) months later, when we signed paperwork, she handed me the keys. That was, like, her thing. I mean, she would show up every morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, turn the coffee pot on. Like, she had her routine. This was her entire life. Um, So That's amazing. I think, you know. We were obviously ready to rock and roll, and we wanted to update things and change things. I mean, there wasn't internet in there. There was a rotary phone in there. That's it. That was all the awesome. technology that was inside that building. <laughs> awesome. But, like, fuck me. We're trying to no. run a business here. <laughs> of yeah. course. Yeah. A laptop would be <laughs> Going awesome. back in time. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, so there was a lot Chris of that updating.
2: Hero. Yeah, she's pretty. She's She is something else. Um, but there was definitely a lot of that, you know, push and pull over those 19 months of like, Chris, can we please throw all this bullshit away? Like, can we get another mm. desk in this office? Like, what yeah. that I'm going to photocopy these things and start working on making these in Google Drive. You don't need to know what that means. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. So, uh, yeah, just give matter. me the paperwork. Um, it's so great. But it was an unbelievable learning experience. And Ben and I look back on it now and just kind of chuckle to ourselves. Like, yeah, we really thought we'd just jump right into this, huh? Okay. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Good, good try.
1: Can, can people that are not in the Portland area access Rebel Meat?
2: You know, that's a good question. (laughs) Um, No, is what I'm (laughs) going to say. Okay. Um, Okay, There is one company that we work with. That was talking about doing some nationwide shipping and things like that. I don't. Mm. I, I don't really love the idea of that. Um, we're a local yeah. business. Yeah, a we're we're yep. here yep. supporting local farms. Um, someday when we open a plant in New York, then my friends and family in New York will be able to get our bacon and things like that right yeah. now. Fuck off. Well,
0: can, can you, can you give, can you give people a, like a insider's point of view on wherever they live in the country? Like what's the best way to get quality meat? What's the best mm. way for them to like intentionally go after meat that's, that's raised properly in is
2: local. That's a good question. Um, honestly, farmer's market Trying to find a meat purveyor or, you know, someone who's selling meat at a farmer's market. Talk to them. Even if they only sell chickens, they probably know someone that sells beef um, and go direct to that farm. That's really the only way to do it. Um, There are very few supermarkets or butcher shops or anything like that across the country. I shouldn't say very few, but... Not a ton that I know of off the top of my head that I could point anyone in -hmm. in the proper direction. Right. Um, But but starting there, get your foot in the door with some farmer. Even if it's a vegetable farmer, they probably know someone that's Mm -hmm. raising pigs or raising beef or something like that. Um, That's really the way to do it, at least for the time being. Yeah. And yeah. do you and do you think there's
0: like we've bought we bought a half a cow last year we bought a half a pig this year I mean do you think it's there's do you think it's valuable for people to consider buying as much of an animal as they can?
2: Uh, it depends. Um, I think it's valuable for you, the consumer. I don't think it's sure. valuable for the farmer to sell meat that way. We've pushed most oh, of yeah, our farmers because they're not making as much money. No, they're not making as much money. They're pretty much like gotcha, wholesaling yeah. it to you. And right, okay. we've pushed a lot of our farmers to stop doing quarter and half shares and start selling boxes mm. and just say, like, hey, you want to spend 200 bucks on meat? I'll put together a really great box of meat for you for $200. And then okay. they can also kind of decide, like, well, man, this cut sells really good at the farmer's market every weekend. I can't give, hmm. you know, for a discount that cut as many of them at least in the in the meat box so okay. they kind of balance that no that's out.
0: well that's that's good yeah I like i like that idea i mean that's good that's good insight too because i just figured it was like oh I, I figured us doing that was almost like a csa like we were like we're giving you a bunch of money up front and you know that this yep. meat's going to be sold but maybe it's just not yeah
2: I mean, it, not it, it is and it, it depends it depends on the farmer as well like i know you bought beef yeah. from pat and pat we did I mean, yeah he's so dialed in he in the beginning of the year knows you know x number of animals are going to go for custom halves and quarters x number of animals are hmm. going to go to his you know farmer's market x number of animals are going to come to us all those things kind of fluctuate a little bit but he's dialed that in. yeah he wouldn't be and awesome. a half beef if it wasn't working for him right
0: okay cool yeah, that's great. Well, listen, Jimmy, we this has been such an awesome interview. Yes, um, we so now, illuminating. We now have um, a meat quiz. Ooh. I was going to come up with kind of a better <laughs> a better name for it, but you know, yeah, it's the Mikey meat good. quiz yeah, is great. Mikey and Ren meat quiz, yeah. <laughs> All right, we have um, we have four questions, and okay. um, this is a winner take all situation. I don't know what okay. that means exactly, but um, whoever gets Big the mo- yeah, the most questions right gets something that's mm. fucking awesome. But I you think know the answer, right but it's gonna be great. Oh yeah, it's yeah, and it's and it's my answers are the correct answers. Um, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. They're um, subject- Jimmy. I, I'll
1: let you. I'll let you into a little Mikey and Rin inside tip here. Um, okay. It's really tough to win Mikey's quizzes. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, mm-hmm. nearly yeah. impossible. You basically as a can't. Of fact. can't. Yeah, yeah. perfect.
2: <laughs> okay, I've got All a winner's right. attitude so, today. I don't know what to tell you, Mikey. You better watch. it. love
0: podcast. that.
1: Love that about you? You Sure,
0: fucking do. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's always coming with positivity. And I really yeah, appreciate. Love that. that. Yeah, yeah. Winner's attitude. Mm-hmm. He's got his sweatband on, folks. He's ready. It's like fucking <laughs> he John Mac. He stretched McEnroe his hammies. Yeah, yeah, he's ready. Yeah. yeah. All right. I Stretch. Question number one. My hammies. hmm Question. Question number one, best meat for Thanksgiving. Shut up. Best meat for Thanksgiving.
2: Jimmy, you best first. Best meat for Thanksgiving. Oh, I me first. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. No, uh, no, best no. meat for Thanksgiving. I personally really like doing a big... Uh pork rib loin roast skin on super crispy mm, uh... if I'm doing turkey I'm going to bone it out I'm going to cure it I'm going to stuff it with sausage I'm going to roll it up I'm going to sous vide it whole roasted turkey suck everyone knows it stop fucking doing it Yep. period yeah. uh, Mikey was that the That's right answer, answer.
0: Uh, Corinne Corinne gets to answer too
1: I am such a basic bitch you are um, i am and i want turkey because my grandma always did it yeah i want turkey but <laughs> then i also want i also want the brujol that she made too so mm.
2: there you go i want there you go turkey okay,
1: okay. and brujol by the way jimmy my grandfather was a butcher and so we always had really gorgeously butchered meat that then my grand prepared so I, I want both, but I fucking want turkey and I'm not going to apologize for it.
2: I'll take the cold turkey day after on a sandwich. That's amazing nice. I'm yeah. not eating I'm with it that, that doubt. night. No it's doubt. not going to happen.
0: I do the same thing, dude. I'm like, I basically only eat the turkey the next day and I'll eat ham, the, you know, the night of. Um, you guys both had great answers. Uh, unfortunately, they were both uh, both incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but the correct answer is fucking ham. I'm going to choke you. <laughs> no, I won't. I will not say that. The correct, the correct answer was um, the turkey that bit me um, when I was probably six years old, and then my <laughs> uncle killed went outside and killed the turkey and served it for yes! Thanksgiving. That was the best meat for Thanksgiving nice. because nice, it was vengeance nice. meat. Vengeance meat. <laughs>
2: Say okay, vengeance meat one uh, more time.
0: You get me excited. Vengeance meat. <laughs> well, I was going to say revenge meat. No, there's something better. Yeah, it's yeah, it's vengeance meat. Yeah. Um, okay, question number two. What is the proper way to kill a pig? And again, you're not going to get this question right, so you don't need to go deep into it. But just what, what's the proper way of
2: of killing a pig? Quickly, sweetly,
1: thoughtfully. <laughs> Quick, I'm very, sticking like that. with quickly. Nice
2: answers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Quickly.
2: I like that, Mikey. Putting your dick Great in the answer test and doesn't I, count. <laughs> it does. That, not yeah, count. that would not Mikey, kill it. You anybody, can't do that.
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> I will not. Um, the, the correct answer is is actually is is probably quickly, but um, but in what it's what it isn't is the way that I first kill a pig, killed a pig, which was the farm that I worked at, and we chased it um, for probably an hour. Uh, in the dark, and oh. then the guy that I was with, who said he was a professional pig uh, sl- killer, shot it like five times. No. Oh And this like, poor, this poor pig had the worst end of its life. Oh. So Jimmy, that's Jimmy, Jimmy that's actually gets way a way point to there because it's okay. Okay, it's just quickly,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> the worst. Someone should shoot that guy in the shoulder and let him run around in the woods for <laughs> yeah. a while and see how he likes it. Yes. I think it's a good
1: for idea. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Question number three. So, Jimmy has, I'm going to give you half a point for that one. Half a point? <laughs> that's Fucking generous. Bullshit. That's, I answered that correctly.
2: <laughs> Fuck okay, off, so quickly, Mikey. I get a whole point. Yeah. Put me down for a
0: whole I point. I should have. Okay. Jimmy, a whole, thank whole, you whole for point.
1: advocating for yourself. No problem. Yeah, good work
0: for yeah. a self advocate. I know, Mikey. Advocate for the pig I've, and for the I've yourself. been around this yeah. guy before. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. It's a blessing. Um, okay. Next question. What's the best morning meat? Uh, do I go first? You can ding-ding whenever you want. Whoever
2: rings in i I'm going to say
1: right now, uh, uh, no. M- no meat. <laughs> no morning meat.
2: Yeah. Now, I need to decide. Do I want the point here? Because I know the right answer. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to give you that answer. In my mind, the right morning meat is mine. But... The right answer, nice. I think, yes. is Mikey's. Let's just be real here. Mikey's <laughs> meat is the right morning meat. <laughs> so, My mind didn't even go there, and I love. Hold on, I to have
1: to
0: go interview. to. I have to go to the judges. It's, yeah. Okay, uh, judges say um, that he's he's kind of right, but it's not the correct answer. Um, the correct answer uh, is the time that Mikey and all of his friends ate five pounds of bacon and then went and played basketball and got accused of smelling like bacon by the other team. <laughs> 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 it was disgusting. It was coming out of our pores. <laughs>
1: wow, that's that's vile.
0: Yeah. That is so five yes. pounds that's, of bacon with your friends in the morning. That's not great.
1: <laughs>
2: um, my not great. Speaking of. Eating a lot of bacon. Uh, growing <laughs> up, I had a buddy who was vegan and he decided to break his veganism, whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, one night all hammered <laughs> with, so with a bacon eating contest that. with another buddy. Yes! About. Yeah, yes! It, was, it was also that microwavable bacon. It's like, oh, I don't know, oh. It's probably cooked already. Who knows? I don't understand how that all yeah. works. It's magic inside those boxes. It's sh- but. Oh, yeah. It didn't end well. He threw up fucking right. bacon all happen. over my deck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, and that, that bacon, it's like eating glass shards. It's yeah. so crispy. It's like it's dangerous. Yes,
2: yeah. it is. Yeah. It probably Not didn't good. feel great coming back up. I, there had to be no, at honestly, least a dozen boxes that we cooked for them to eat. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah,
0: that's amazing.
2: Yeah, and I want to jump back in hard. At some yeah. Point soon. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. yeah. <laughs> Got to go both feet first. Microwave <laughs> bacon. Okay, uh, microwave bacon. <laughs> <laughs> my old nickname in high school. <laughs> um, okay, so final question mm-hmm. for all the beans: mm. What's the proper way to cook a chicken?
1: spatchcocked and oven, and then put it in the oven.
2: Solid answer. Absolutely Jeez. solid answer. I'm going to take that another level. I'd say spatchcocked, no question about it. Uh, started on the stovetop. Yeah. Nice hot cast iron pan. Put some weight on top of that thing. Maybe another hot mm-hmm. pan or another not hot pan. I don't really give a shit. Something with some good weight on it and then finished in the oven.
1: Yeah.
2: Great answer.
0: Not the correct answer, but great answer. <laughs> the, correct, the correct answer is to have a party at your house and get so drunk <laughs> that you put a chicken on the grill and uh. then forget about the chicken until a week mm. and a half later when your wife's dad visits and he opens up the grill and there's a chicken covered in so many maggots <laughs> that you can't even see the chicken. That's the that's, correct this answer. That's the is correct right. answer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That it happened it happened really to someone happened. I know intimately. Yeah. Me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was not a good day for you, Mikey.
0: So technically, Jimmy, he won with with a wow. solid one I feel point. Like, this is only I feel the, like I won. You wow. should. You did win. Yeah. This is only the second uh, quiz in history of our show where someone's actually won, where someone's actually scored a point.
1: Jimmy, congratulations. Yeah,
0: Thank congratulations. you very much. Thank really you very
1: impressive.
0: much. Yeah. We have a maggot chicken for you. I'll be sending it. <laughs> yeah, please send I'll it. I'll be sending it to you in a in a in a padded envelope uh, through the USPS system. It's gonna be slow. Mm. Snail mail. Snow okay, mail. Okay, USPS. Yeah.
2: Thank you very much. I don't wait until the summer. It's a little cold out for that.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Wait till it's peak hot. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Um we've got two final questions for you before oh gosh, we wrap. Friend. This has been so okay. lovely. Oh, geez, I'm getting Um, nervous. And, you know, arguably two of the most important questions of the entire interview. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. First, who's your celeb crush? (laughs) And second, um, what meal would you prepare for celeb crush? It can be dinner or it can be breakfast.
2: Yeah. Very nice. (laughs) And no
1: no microwave bacon.
2: Oh, come on. Quick dick. Yeah! Critic- don't, don't!
1: Don't! Don't! Come on! Show a little
2: Okay. <laughs> Celebrity crush. Um, I'm not gonna know any of these people's names. Can I have multiple? Like, <laughs> can I have? Can I have multiple people over for this dinner extravaganza? Oh yeah! It can it's, be an orgy. It's okay. Your fantasy sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Whew,
0: it can even be first like one a that hot comes girl. To and mind. It can be like
2: Michael Jordan or something if you want. <laughs> right! Right! Like, yeah. Right! First one that comes to mind is the girl, the daughter in Yellowstone. I have no fucking idea what her name is. Ooh. Don't Let's know. look
1: it don't up. Know. Look it up.
2: Mikey, figure it out, will ya? Um, I'd have her over. Who else would I have over? Um, I'm going to... I'll stick with just her for right now. You know? I don't want to get oh, ahead of myself. This here, woman. You know? Uh, let me see. Let me see. I don't... Mm, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Piper Parabo.
1: Okay. Piper okay. pipes.
2: Parabo. What's your hmm. feed? I like her slightly less knowing her name. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just back that up? Let's pretend like I don't know her name. Um, Perfect. She's going by Jocelyn. Keep it
1: anonymous. Uh-huh. Why no names? Yep. Who needs hey, why to know names? names? I, really.
2: Seriously. Yeah. If there's anything I've yeah. learned in the new dating world, you don't need to know people's names. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson for the better, we, absolutely. Yeah, who but needs less like intimacy less is, uh, and like deep ooh, dives? Oh, yeah,
1: totally. Ooh. No, gross. no, gross. Gross.
2: Um, what would I make her for? So dinner? So is she not even staying for a meal? Then maybe. I mean, <laughs> I'd make her dinner. I'd make her dinner. Let's be real. I nice, yeah, I sweet. need to yeah. lead yeah. with a talent of mine, and honestly, probably <laughs> my largest one is cooking. So let's just right, let's right. stick to and that conversation speaking. Terrible, dick size, pretty small, (laughs) um, slightly thin. um, Not me, the dick. Um, But I can cook a damn good meal. I would probably make her uh, chicken marsala. It's worked before and it'll work again. I'm actually making it for my uh, buddy's birthday in a couple weeks. Who knows? Maybe I'll get lucky. Um, you know, the chick- chicken marsala really seals the deal. I love that. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever made it before. I, I got to get on it.
1: I know. I like yeah. that you've kept it classic, too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely.
0: I know. I, I made, probably made it during yeah. culinary school, but
1: yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I made it. I worked it at this a was Italian. was so fun. <laughs> she's, she's cutting you off. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> all right, mean. fuck off. <laughs> never mind.
2: <laughs>
1: chicken marsala let's fucking chicken marsala
2: it's great bye (laughs) just kidding I'm still solid you guys want to hang out more Jimmy we love you (laughs) we love you either way you can
0: come over and cook me marsala anytime perfect you know what happens after that though Mikey oh yeah yeah D for days Mm D for days Jimmy tell us tell people that are local to Portland uh, where they can get the products that you
2: make Uh, Easiest place to get our products is at Provador Fine Foods on Sandy Boulevard. Uh, We've got a full retail butcher shop there. We typically have almost every cut you could think about in there. We've got beef, pork, lamb, chickens, ducks, rabbits, you name it. It's over there. If we don't have it, you can do a special order through the guys at the counter. Um, That's probably the easiest way to do it. If you really want to get crazy with it and go big, um, reach out through the website or something like that, Um, or if you're a restaurant or restaurateur, you know, you fancy yourself a chef and you want a whole fucking pork belly to smoke, you can hit us up through the website. We'll get you something. What did I just get yesterday at ProVidor? Beef slam tubes? Oh, yeah, the slam tubes.
0: Slam
1: jams.
2: Slam jams. Slam jams. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, they're cat. called slam,
0: beef slam jams,
2: dude. I've already beef eaten three of them. They're fucking I know, so yummy. They're really good. <laughs> they are quite Oof. tasty.
0: Well, it's because, dude. It's so these are kind of like a larger, like a um, slim jim sort
2: of thing, like or a like sli- a, um, it's like a slim jim. We probably shouldn't say that on here. Yeah. I'm gonna get a fucking cease and desist. but. Um, <laughs> Slim Jim, yeah, yeah. It's, it's meat not meat. made with nasty E. coli positive beef, so that's a win, right? Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. It. it's really, well, it's good also beef. just seasoned properly. It needs to stay refrigerated. Sorry, guys, you can't leave it on the fucking dash of your car. But it's a tasty <laughs> little snack <laughs>
1: stick. Hell yeah! Oh. Well, this was so
0: fun. We love you, Jimmy. Great hanging with you you guys. Love you guys.
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah, And uh, keep treating those uh, animals well. Absolutely. Mikey, let's get a beer soon. Okay. Done. (laughs) Bye. Ta-ta.
0: That was a great time with our buddy, Jimmy. He's funny as hell. We love him. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show and hope that you will join in every week and tell a friend and have them tell a friend the butterfly effect of podcasting. Reach out to us at on Instagram at Mikey and Rin or Let's Eat at MikeyandRin.com. Again, we love you guys. Cook up some delicious food this week. Find a local rancher, someone that's selling really delicious meat that's raised properly and killed properly. And, you know, don't feel guilty about eating meat, but just think about it think about it, think about it, and do it right. We love you guys. Bye!